Thank you for tuning in to WDRB Media, the voice of the community, the only station giving you double the information and inspiration. You're listening to Spiritual Life Garden. <laughs> and this is your host, Chakra Wanda. <laughs> hey, you guys, how's it been? I hope you enjoyed the first show. Um, I'm grateful to have the opportunity to be here again. So, cozy up. Get you a cup, a little bit of tea, a little bit of water, whatever. Next time when it's time for the show, want to make yourself comfortable. You know, light a candle or something like that. Burn a little bit of sage, okay? Get comfortable, right? So, I want to share with you, oh gosh, the latest thing that I have been working on. So, we're coming into a new year. 2020. And that's interesting, 2020, right? Isn't that uh, what they use when you, you're going to, to, to the, the eye doctor for perfect vision? I'm all about the numbers. <laughs> I'm going to tell you about the vibration. Numbers are everything. I'm going to actually have to look that up. 2020, all right? So look, in, uh, when I came into the year of 2019, the end of 2018, I began to feel some kind of way. No, it was 2017. That's what it was. I began to feel some kind of way. Now, see, I'm an empty nester, right? Now, I know y'all say, what? What's she talking about? Well, energetically, I feel like I'm still in my 30s. But physically, my birthday says I was turning 60. So I was starting to trip a little bit. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I found myself being very busy with a lot of things. And one of the things you all learn about me, I'm a multi-creative, all right? Multipreneur. I'm going to have a show about multi-creative because there's nothing wrong with being multi-creative, right? Some of us are engineered that way. Uh, I'm wired that way. But I was beginning to do a lot of things. You know, I was creating jewelry, I was live streaming on other platforms, I was busy signing up for classes, you know. And then I noticed that the time was coming, and my birthday was coming, I was like, oh my God, I was starting to feel a little panic for some reason, so I had to sit myself down. And what I did, I prayed about that thing, and I asked Spirit, okay, I'm feeling a little panic here, you know, kids are gone. You know, I'm by myself. Uh, I keep myself busy with my work. What's that all about? And immediately I got a vision. Yes, I'm one of them, y'all. I got a vision. And Spirit showed me a picture of a lake. And you know how the ducks be gliding on the lake? When Spirit showed me what's happening underneath that, the duck is paddling like crazy, okay? Paddling like crazy but smooth on the top gliding and what I got from that was what's really happening below the surface what's happening below the surface of where you are right now I need you to get quiet and so I did I pulled out my journals and I dedicated time daily this was in the December of 2017 no December yeah, it was. I was approaching my 60th, so this year is not, what is this, 2019, I turned 60, 2018, 
So, yeah, it was 2017 as I was approaching the year of my 60th. And I really felt a strong pulling to get quiet. So, I began to dedicate time to, for prayer, meditation, and visioning. And when I journal, I do it as if I'm writing letters to Creator, right? Now, here's something that you may not have heard, hear, heard before. You know how you journal? And some of you may take this as a, a tip for practice. You journal as if you're writing a letter to the Creator, right? Whichever way, whatever flows for you. But you put the pen down. You get quiet. You close your eyes. You tap into your heart. And then you pick that pen up and start writing as if Spirit is writing to you. Yeah, right. <laughs> your mind going to get in the way and make you think that it's something imaginary. But I'm telling you, when you start writing, just write out. Dear beloved, you are so loved. You know, your life is so precious. I have so much in store. For just keep writing as if Spirit is writing to you. If you have a child, you know how much you love your child. You know how much if that child came to you, you would comfort them, right? So I began having this dialogue back and forth. And I was instructed to stop, to, to either cancel and stop or complete projects. I was doing too much. To focus only on three creative expressions. And one of the major ones was continuing to do my jewelry work. I love working with crystals and gemstones and making pendants. So I would focus on that because that's that physical energy that needed to come, come out and come through. But then dedicated time for journaling and prayer and visioning. And of course, going to work. Uh, I'll share a little bit more about what I do nine to five. But those three things, basically, that's it. And I wasn't pulled. I didn't respond to when people said, can you do this for me? Can you? I would say, no. I would chill. And for months, I was in that space. I only did three things. The prayer work, the journaling, creating, and, and my nine to five. And what came from that, I became refreshed and much more clear. And then I began to hear, what is it, what is it that you want to experience what is it that you want to see for yourself as you're approaching your 60s? Now look, some of y'all, nowhere near, near 60. You may be in your 20s. You may be in your 30s. You may be in your 40s. But here's the deal. We still, at the core of who we are, are spiritual beings. We're spirit, period. When it's time for us to transition out of the vessels, we're still spirit. I have a young spirit, you know, a young energy. So you look, I look in the mirror, you know, love yourself and receive it as is. But you're living, you have such richness to give in your living. So I said, you know, spirit said, what, would you, what do you want to do? And I like water. I said, you know what? I want to experience being around more water. And I'd like to experience traveling. I also... I'm a sound healer as well, and I hope to share some of that with you. I play these instruments called angel harps, and I do guided meditation. When January, when my birthday came, and then January came into the new year, and I hit 60, beginning of this year, I was on a cruise ship in March.
to Mexico. I'm doing my sound healing with a group of women. It was a spiritual self-care retreat. I got invited. All expenses paid. I'm traveling now. By May, I was traveling again to California doing more sound healing. People asking me to go places. Not too long ago, I took myself to the beach. Did a self-retreat there. It was okay to do that. But I had the freedom and the flexibility. But I had to go back into that quiet space. Right? That's what spiritual life gardening is all about. Preparing for 2020 now. It's time to do that again. And I hope to share that with some of my close um, sacred friends to do the visioning. The work is all about life visioning. That's a technique and a process in itself. Life visioning is something that I learned. I am a life visioning facilitator. It's a, it's a program that was developed by Dr. Michael Beckwith. If you ever heard of him, if you haven't, he was the gentleman that had the, the locks in uh, the movie The Secret. And it's all about these five main questions. The questions are, the first question is, what is the highest possibility? This is a powerful question for anything that you're um, considering right now in your life. Is it uh, changing careers? Is it dealing with any type of relationship? Is it dealing with finances? When you put these questions out there to the universe, it's not for you to figure out an answer. You're just asked the question, what is the highest possibility? So as I come into 2020, I'm asking the question, what is the highest possibility for my life for 2020, right? I can ask the question, what is the highest possibility for my spiritual life garden show here, right? Then the next question is, and then what happens is when you ask the questions, you're to sit quietly in receptivity, not meditation, just quiet. You may get a vision. You may get a sense, right? Maybe you take that question into your whole week. And what you do is pay attention to the synchronicities and the things that show up. Yeah, that's how I ran my businesses, uh, my massage practice and my salon, I just kept asking the question, what's the highest possibility for this idea? Then the next question is, what must I become in order for that idea to manifest? That's a powerful question. Some things that might come to you is, I must become more confident. I must become more um, committed. I must become more disciplined. And then the third question is, what must I release in order for that idea to manifest? Oh my gosh. When I do these questionings, like on one-on-one -on -one with people or in small groups, that question right there, afterwards, the time of quiet contemplation is pretty long. And also the energy in the room is pretty thick because <laughs> that question of what you must release, you got to get real with it if you have the courage. And then the fourth question is, what must I embrace? A new way of seeing 
a new way of, you know, considering an idea. Life visioning. There's a fifth question, and that is, is there anything else? And these questions can be asked over and over again. You can use this as a personal journaling uh, exercise. You, you can use this for anything, any area of life. But that's where I am now, is asking those questions for 2020. I'm just beginning that journey. And I hope to be more clear when January 1 comes. Taking the time to do that particular work. What are you ready for? Let me ask you again. What is the highest possibility? Again, you're planting the seed asking spirit. What must you become in order for that idea to manifest? What must you release? What must you embrace? And is there anything else? So, you've done a little bit of work, right? Asking those life visioning questions. I've talked to you about coming and uh, getting prepared for 2020, right? Now, when it comes to living a life, living a spiritual life, and working your life garden, you must have tools. And there's a couple of tools that I want to talk to you about. One is a tool that comes from within the earth, within the depths of God's creation. And that tool, are, the tool is working with crystals and gemstones. Crystals, right? I want to introduce you to one particular crystal. Each week I hope to introduce you to a crystal of the week. So the crystal of the week that I want to introduce you to is the clear quartz crystal. And I'm going to show my audience, for those that see it video, <laughs> this is the clear quartz crystal. So the clear quartz crystal is a, I'm going to share some data with you. Clear quartz is known as the stone of power and amplifies any energy or intention. Clear quartz protects against negativity, attunes to your higher self, and relieves pain. Clear quartz has been shown to enhance and strengthen the aura. As gifts from our Mother Earth, clear quartz comes to us with information for the higher self to assimilate in the process of one's spiritual growth. Clear quartz is often used to cleanse, open, activate, and align all the chakras. Since clear quartz absorb energies very easily, it is important to clear these stones on a regular basis. I'm going to share a little bit more. So, for those that are totally new to this understanding, bottom line is we are pure energy. We are energetic beings first. And when it comes to crystals and gemstones, there's nothing to be 
fear or weary about. They come from Mother Earth. Mother Earth created by the Creator. There's energy with everything. You may not know this, though, but there's lots of things that, are, uh, that operate from crystals and gemstones, from quartz, clocks, watches, you know. Um, in natural form, clear quartz points, clear quartz points radiate their energies outward into the surrounding environment. Clear quartz can be programmed with intention and kept in a central place to emit its helpful energies. And what else did I want to tell you? Quartz points are wonderful crystals to use with any type of meditation or energy work, including Reiki, table work, or energy grids. So, just wanted to share with you, where can you find crystals and gemstones? If you live in a city that has a metaphysical bookstore, right, or a metaphysical gift shop, you can go online. Um, but I'll be able to present you with some opportunity to purchase some of my handmade uh, quartz or, or crystal uh, wrapped pendants. So look for that uh, information in the future show. But that's the crystal for the week. Okay. All right. So look, talking about working in your life garden and tools. Now this one isn't so much of a tool, but an awareness. Here's what I want to share with you. Is that as spiritual beings navigating our life, we actually have divine help. We have help from the Creator. Right? And there is a realm that was created, that has been created by Creator from the beginning of time. There's a, uh, a, a beautiful uh, text, ancient text, called the Bible. And there is a beautiful text, uh, scripture in that text. And that scripture has gives us an awareness of how we are supported. It is Psalms 91.11, which says... That the creator created the angelic realm. There's angels assigned to each and every one of our lives. And actually, there's a teaching from uh, the 12th and 13th century called the Kabbalah. If you ever heard the word tree of life, well that's where the tree of life teaching comes from. The Kabbalah tree of life. And the Kabbalah teachings is actually from... A scripture, uh, it's a Hebrew, and it was a scripture, I think, in Hebrews, actually. It's the either in Genesis about the parting of the Red Sea. And so the Kabbalah teaching is an awareness of 72 names of God. 72 names slash angels of God. You each have three guardian angels assigned to you. At birth, one of the angels assists you with life purpose. Another angel assists you with thought. Another angel assists you with heart. And 
I do work with individuals to help them understand the actual names of their guardian angels. There is, according to this teaching, an angel that actually governs every single day of the year and every single minute in the clock, in the hour of a clock. So each of these angels, even though they're 72, have multiple responsibilities. So on the day that you were born, and the time that you were born, you've been assigned three guardian angels. The angelic realm, right? There are three hierarchies of in the angelic realm. And you have archangels, you have guardian angels, you have principalities. Uh, I'll do another segment that uh, will help you understand the full breakdown and their responsibilities. But just remember that you do have divine assistance. And what's beautiful about this awareness of your guardian angels is that all you need do is ask for their support. Now, we do not worship the angels, but just the awareness that you really, all you need do is just be aware of their presence. Now, some of you may have had encounters or seen things happen in your lives where you know that it was divine intervention. There's a book um, that I have in, I'm creating for you guys a spiritual life garden library. And I'll be sharing with you how you can access that library. There's a particular book called Hiring the Heavens by Gene Slater. And it's a wonderful read, but it is a beautiful awareness that this particular author discovered and she just ventured into the what if. What if, and I ask you this question, what if you actually have someone that helps you, right, in all areas of your life? And what you need to do, what she did was write um, mission statements for her angelic team. So say, for instance, you're looking for a house. She says, imagine... Like on the earthly plane, you need a real estate agent, you need someone that deals with the finances and get your loan, you know, someone to take you out, all of that. Well, instead of looking for the support first linear, like right here in this plane, to look for the support from the higher dimensions first, but writing your mission statement out saying, what kind of house you're looking for? the support you need in your finances, and give permission for your angelic team to help you. And that's where that writing comes into play. Writing a mission statement, the support that you need, and all you need to do is launch that. Give them permission. And you can do that in different ways. You light a candle. You just say a prayer. For me, it's writing letters literally. I have a sacred box where I keep my letters for the divine and for my angels. And then all you need to do is go out and prepare as if the prayer is being prepared for you. It's being answered like you, you're expecting guests. I did this once with my car twice. I just got a car not too long ago. 
And how did I prepare? I asked for guidance to go to the right place to get the right financing. Once I let that prayer go and set the mission out there for my angels to support me, I then began to clean my car out. <laughs> you see? I began to make space. I began to take the keys off the car, you know, the keys that were on there for the ring for the car that was there. I began to get prepared for the car to get towed away. I prepared. I'll talk a little bit more about that in another uh, broadcast. But I just wanted to share those tools of awareness from the crystals to the divine helpers that are there to assist you in your life. This is Chakra Wanda with Spiritual Life Garden at WDRB Radio. And I look forward to connecting with you next week.